Welcome, one and all, to the Cosmic Fire Podcast. I'm Phoenix. I am Kairos. And together we are <laughs> Cosmic Fire coming at you today with a forecast for the month of October. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a hot one. <laughs> I think it will be a hot one. Yeah. It was was coming in hot, and then what happened? It kind of slowed down. Well, the Perrys were swarming up in there. They were swarming, and uh, so be looking for that T-shirt coming soon. Yeah. They're swarming. Yeah, it's a new Cosmic Fire bug spray (laughs) T-shirt. Where you at, Perrys? I don't think I want to do bug spray, though. I think I want to do like a power wand or something. Oh, yeah, even better. Yeah, because yeah. we got to we can't we don't want to spray bugs zapping the parasites. Yeah, because we eat bugs now. We don't spray them. Oh no! Don't spray bugs. Eat them. Yeah. <laughs> you will eat the bugs. You will eat the bugs. You will will not cook the bugs because there will be no heat in Europe. This is all for the fourth industrial revolution. Fourth industrial. <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> One billion dollars. <laughs> that was Klaus okay. Schwab. That was a direct quote from Klaus Schwab. <laughs> Man. I will turn off all the power in Europe if I do not get One billion dollars. <laughs> Man, that guy is so uh, just magnanimous and uh he's so creative and so smart and so just his personality so magnetic i mean i can see why so many people follow him and and just hang on his every word and just really you know take whatever he says as like this thing that actually has influence in their lives i mean Klaus, got to give it up to Klaus. Plus, he's got the <laughs> ultimate movie villain Nazi <laughs> German accent. You know, I mean, it, it's just it, it, they're laughing at they're laughing at the stupid people. Yeah, you know? it's all it's all a mockery. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Okay. So but we promised to keep our intro under twenty minutes. Oh yeah, so that'll have to do and it. I saw you transitioning there, dude. I yeah. I don't. I really don't want Klaus to take over what little time we have oh. for this intro. <laughs> you will eat the bugs. He's probably going to make me eat bugs you for saying that. Please eat the bugs, please. <laughs> okay, that was him going down, being pulled down the hall by security. Oh, why, why didn't I eat the bugs? <laughs> Good thing we have that uh, security detail here at Cosmic Fire headquarters. Oh yeah, those guys are those guys are jacked. <laughs> I mean, those guys are just like they're going to pump us up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, let's face it: when we hired them, they were a couple slackers from Brooklyn. You know, I mean, like hipsters that were just trying. You know, they had started to wake up, and they're like, "Oh, we got to get out of New York because it's like." <laughs> It's just like socialism, and I didn't realize that the Democrats were all blood-drinking pedophiles. And we're like, hey, don't say that in the air, okay? Yeah. That really offends some of our New Age followers. Um, <laughs> they're all about pedophiles and blood-drinking. You know, it's like, you, that's your truth, man. You got to follow your truth. Yeah. I mean, everybody's truth is relative, but it's all valid. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
But then they like came to Tennessee. They started eating some grass-fed beef. Started chewing some uh, uh, what is it? Stokers beech nut. Beech nut yeah. <laughs> started going to Target practice and you know like bailing hay. Man, they're just some good old. They're like good old Amish boys now. Man, we don't yeah. really want to hang out with them, but uh, they're really great as security guys. <laughs> All right, so uh, this this podcast brought to you by uh, recent transplants and uh, <laughs> transformation. Um, and hey, you know, we did just get through autumnal equinox, so I want to give a special shout out to that. And I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> we're measuring if, survival in three month increments now. <laughs> we made it. Yeah. <laughs> But also, like, inquiring minds want to know, when the sun makes that um, transit and, and actually passes through the equator on its journey to the Tropic of Camper, Campercorn. Yeah. <laughs> Camper Let's go to winter camper. <laughs> it's um, winter Campercorn time. Yeah. So, yeah, so when the, when the sun uh, passes through the equator, does it have to... Kiss Neptune's belly. Oh. That's what I want to know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So if you know the answer, go ahead and send us an email. We're going to take all of the answers we receive and uh, we're going to put them all in a hat and we're going to draw one by random. And that person is going to win one of our new Cosmic Fire t-shirts. They're thwarming. Wow, that is all news to me. But if I were listening to this, I might enter from my fake email address. I had to set up a lot of fake email addresses when I was on my vaccine lottery tour. <laughs> so you yeah. have a lot so to I spare. So I got some to spare. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's always good to have a few extra identities in the old back pocket in these times, right? Oh, definitely. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so anyway, if you don't know about Kissing Neptune's Belly, I guess you'll just have to go back and listen to all of our previous episodes. Yeah, because I don't know which one that was. <laughs> or you could just come, you know, talk to Rich. Rich will tell you <laughs> a lot about it. Um, he he didn't really wasn't very forthcoming on the Kissing Neptune's Belly thing. Well, who would be? It's kind of a private moment that you're having with Neptune, <laughs> right? I don't think that's what it was about, but maybe, maybe. Maybe you can talk about it in front of his wife. Oh. You know, <laughs> Neptune's <laughs> belly. <laughs> uh, like, wait, what was mm. Neptune's belly shaped kind of like a trident? Uh, no. Bro. <laughs> uh -huh, I get uh, it. Okay. Um, we can ask our new neighbor. We have a Navy recruiter who just moved in down the road and... Maybe he knows. He's way too young to have made it to the equator, He's, I would think. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. But we could okay. try. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, bro. Hey, bro. What's up with this Neptune thing, bro? <laughs> Hi, man. Um, yeah. Okay, well, all so, right. so um, we're at seven it. and a half minutes of that's our all, intro. That's all we have. That's all the time we have. So. We rocked it. Come on, you guys. Everybody put your hands together. Because like, we cut our intro by 66.6%. .6%. I mean, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll go back in and put some canned applause in there. Yeah. You know what? I should give us a laugh track. We don't edit anymore, though. So yeah, how's true. that going to work? Well, I got to put um, an excerpt from a special musical composition in. We're going to put a musical break in. Yeah. Yeah. 
we got to give these folks a break. They can't just sit here and listen to us ramble on for <laughs> hours at a time. I know uh, you want to sing Ramble On by Led Zeppelin right now. I do? Yeah, because oh, you're I've just so a, good at the cover plant thing. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of Led Zeppelin lately. <laughs> like one line at a time and only one line because I usually <laughs> only know one line of lyrics for every song. Yeah. So, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Anyway. Um, okay, so we're, let's jump we're into We're just going to jump right uh, in. Yeah, October forecast. Yeah, should we flip a coin to see? No. Okay, we're not going to flip a you coin. Go. We're done with that I don't that know what the coin flip charade. thing is. Like, yeah, it's just, you know, we could draw a card, though. Okay, let's draw okay. a card to see who goes first. Okay. Um. I like the, how these sounds of ru ru yeah. rummaging around in the desk are, are going to come <laughs> through in the recording. <laughs> and then you run, you run out. Like you run, you right run, there. run out the cart. <laughs> 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 You control the man or the woman. I sure do. Man. And I stack that spaghetti sauce. Oh, listen to that. Listen yeah. to this shuffle. I want to right. give a shout out to Anne, who was <laughs> doing uh, some New Moon Tarot uh, videos Yeah, for Cosmic Fire. She's great, awesome. Great Priestess tarot reading. Yep. Yeah. Anne Heidemann. Yep. She does great tarot readings, and I don't say that lightly. Yeah, seriously. But um, her shuffling was, it was very loud. It was very good at clearing the energy. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, you know we love you. Yeah, we love you, Anne. Okay, I don't know how we're gonna, what, what we this pulling? card thing is going to, you know. Okay, well, You want to pick matter. an element or something? We're, we're shuffling with the Blake deck here. All right, so I think we each pick a card. Okay. And then we'll see who wins. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm picking this one. Okay. And I'm picking, ooh, it's a, like these two both want to come out. I'm going to pick both of you have them. to and ask just, your body which one. Okay, I'm just going to put one behind my back and <laughs> use it if I need it. Uh, you guys, I think okay. everybody is here oh, watching you. Oh. We all know that you're cheating. I picked the wrong one. What? Yeah. I picked assistance. Yeah. Six of painting. Yeah. And look at what was but I actually, see, I knew I needed to get this one, too, so. That's what you get for cheating. That's my trump card, though. <laughs> I get Eternity. That's the best card. That's a really good one. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. I win! Okay. Okay, so you won. What'd you get? I'm not even going to tell you. That's not fair. I got Child of Music. Ooh, a sheep in wolf's clothing. Yep. Oh, I better watch out for you. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, look at this guy, though. This is like some beggar getting pulled out of the slough. Of despond, man. But that that seems like that's a good card. But I think Child of Painting would trump it just because it's one of the suits. Yeah. So you actually win. And and you know what? I say the Eternity card is for us and our listeners. The Eternity card in Blake is is the Infinity card. It's like you know Donald Trump when he gets the Infinity Stone and <laughs> whatever happens there um, becomes the king of all time forever. I'm just kidding, Rachel and friends. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I naming names? I've been doing this. Okay, I know we're supposed to not be introing anymore, but I've been teaching this um, really cool class that I love with really cool, awesome students. Students, I use that word lately. I'm a student too. On the degree symbols and like decoding your chart using the degree symbols. And um, so I've been 
going through and collecting all these different symbols from these different symbol sets for my degrees. And it turns out, according to my chart, I have a rather vengeful side of my personality <laughs> that does not let go easily. So so you've never forgiven that person who will never be named on air. <laughs> I've forgiven, but I yeah. haven't forgotten. Yeah. Well, you know, Scorpio feelings, I totally vibe with that. Because it's like, you got to know, like, who you need to watch your back around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some people just prove themselves to be trustworthy. Some people prove themselves to be a little wobbly, shall we say. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So you won the card toss. No, I won the card toss. So does that mean we're doing psychic weather first? If you want to. That means you get to choose. Okay. Um, Yep. My body said, go ahead. So, you know me, I always do whatever my body wants. Unless that means, like, doing more than one set of Pilates 100. (laughs) 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 I will never... Actually, my body's like, ah, tequila. (laughs) I've been been getting back into my routine, so... Show three. Show one pulling. (laughs) All right, so we have some big themes... That I want to talk about first, and then I'll get right into it. Do, do you it. want to do big themes too, or should we just do them in our segments? Yeah, let's just do it, and and yeah. All right. Okay. Good. So, big themes for the month of October. So, as you know, I just kind of tune into the energy of anyone who's going to be listening to this podcast now or in the future, and I just basically do a reading for us. (laughs) And so if you're tuning in, then this reading is for you. So what I'm getting is that this month is not a great time for passive consumption. And I, I do think that there are times where we need to just pull our energy back. Maybe we need to take a break and just, um, you know, read a book, watch a movie, Um, you know, hopefully nothing too (laughs) low vibe, but you know, whatever. Sometimes you just need to stop and, and take a break. This is not that time. So I feel like we've been in this very internal process for a while and it feels like now is a great time to get creative and try something new. So this is kind of like the baby steps of that. So I'm not saying like, this is a great time to do some huge radical shift. Maybe it is, but it feels more like, like a new project, a new, um, a new thing that you've been wanting to develop. Maybe you've been um, going through this process of a very internal kind of excavation. And, you know, we have um, been in a Mercury retrograde cycle. So maybe you've been just kind of reviewing, kind of uh, cleaning out some psychic closets and whatnot. Well, this is a great time to start thinking about and acting on those things that you've discovered. Um, it's a great time to to take some of those action steps. So, and a great time to dare I say maybe even have some fun. <laughs> and so, oh, you're gonna whoa. <laughs> 
Yeah, I never say that. You have never said that. And I never do that. I never have fun. You never have basically. fun. That's part of your, uh, <laughs> your prudish uh, upbringing, right? Wow. I mean, I, mean I, I, I have a lot of fun doing work. That's kind of just how I am. I, everything I do, I love, and, but I am a little bit of a, of a workaholic. Are you like a Virgo? I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, is yeah. your son like in the sixth house or something? Like the yeah. house of work or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've bugs. Yeah, I got a stellium in Virgo in the sixth house. So, yeah. But I love, I love my work. And so it's, it's good, but it's also good to, um, to, you know, have fun, be creative. Um, you know, it's Libra season, so... Um, Libra loves to hang out with the friends and, and have fun and talk about stuff and, um, and also, you know, do creative, um, kinds of projects and things like that. I feel like that the Libra Aries axis is like, uh, I like it. I like that energy of Aries and Libra, that cardinal energy of like, yes, let's start this. Let's start this spring season. Let's start this fall season. Um, Cancer and Capricorn, a little heavier <laughs> energy for, for the cardinal signs, but I'm a huge fan of Aries and Libra. So I, I, maybe it's just my personal stuff, but I just feel like this is a really great time to embrace that energy. Yeah. You know who hates it when we have genu genuine fun? Who? The Paris, the parasites. Oh, yeah. Oh, they hate that. Yeah, the ones that are swarming. Yeah. Yeah, they hate that. So it's it's really important for us to stay in our joy and and to keep being creative, um, You engaging our imagination. So how do we do that? What are the perhaps stumbling blocks or challenges we might encounter? Um, so I tuned into that and this is what I got. So, you know, with everything I say, just take whatever resonates and, and use it if you want to. If not, just leave it. Um, if you can get a gem out of this, great. Uh, don't, don't worry about trying to um, do it all or remember it all. Just see what lands with you. So when I tuned into our kind of our group energy field, what I saw was a lot of emphasis on the crown and the forehead. So that's a very Aries kind of vibe too. And what I'm seeing with that is that we can um, remember this connection to source energy, this connection to our higher self, and this... Um, this feeling of or knowledge of the self as the soul kind of gives us this eagle eye vision. And that's a really great place to be coming from. From That's like the ideal command center right up there at the crown. Um, you want to be in that higher brain function. You want to be um, in that energy of both... Um, clear knowing and discernment. So you want to have that right and left brain balance. You want to um, have that holistic intelligence engaged and be staying in that place connected to source energy. So this is all this kind of um, information that I'm getting of what's coming through 
um, in this area. And um, so what it's saying is like, this is actually a, the place that we can navigate everything in this realm. It's like a top down kind of perspective. And so I'm going to touch on that a little bit more. Um, but some questions that we can ask um, to tune into this a little bit more is, who are you on a soul level? You know, so I think this world tends to want to get us to identify, well, the world systems, right, the artificial systems, wants to get us to identify as a body, not just a body, but a type of body, right? A very specific type of body. You know, it wants you to identify as like a certain kind of race or gender or sex or ability or disability or, you know, what kind of hair you have, what kind of clothes you wear, um, how much money you make, what your job is, you know, all of these things that really have nothing to do with who we really are. So this is that eagle eye vision. This is this perspective of you as a soul. You can kind of tune into who are you on a soul level? Um, just maybe it's maybe you don't get a really um, what people think of as a clear answer. Maybe it's just a feeling. You know, maybe it's um, a sensation in your body. So just pay attention to the different ways that this intuitive information comes through. Um, but I feel like you could get some really powerful upgrades and inspirations by tuning into who are you on a soul level? Um, here's another question. Why did you come here? <laughs> you know, why did you come here to this crazy world where everything's been twisted and perverted and inside out and upside down and ass backwards. Why did you come here of all places? You know, what are you doing here? Uh, so this is something that if you can get clear on this, a lot of other things are going to line up. This is like the top down kind of thinking where uh, a lot of folks are out there chasing the manifestation in the physical world. I can't tell you, because I, I don't know, but I just can feel that there are millions and millions and millions of videos out there or classes out there, websites out there, coaches out there, people selling these programs and ideas all about manifesting things in the physical form, in the material world. And I got to tell you, like, if you're chasing after that car or that relationship or that job or that amount of dollars in your bank account or that physical um, manifestation in your body, whatever, you're going to be chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing, and you're not going to be accomplishing what you actually came here to do. So this is really important because once you get this, you could you could manifest all that other stuff. Who cares? But you're not going to have the attachment and you might even actually be satisfied or happy or, or content with the things that you do manifest. 
you know, but if you don't, if you don't have this, you're always going to be like a fucking hungry ghost, right? We all know this is true that there are people out there who are just chasing and chasing after their next accomplishment. You know, they're like, oh, if I only had, um, you know, a yearly income of $100,000 and then they achieve that and that's not enough, then they have to get $150,000 and $200,000 and three. They're never, ever, ever, ever going to be satisfied. I don't know anybody chasing that money who's ever been satisfied because it's like, it flows, it, you know, it's like you accumulate the things that kind of take up that money and then you always need the next thing. It's, you know, we see this all the time. We know this is true. How do we, why do we get hooked into it? So let's keep asking these questions so we can clear the fucking parasites. So we can clear all of that matrix level programming and get back to who the fuck we really are why we came here, why it matters. Because if we don't get clear on this, nothing else really matters, right? So what, you know, what are you here as a soul to do? You know, I'm just, I'm seeing that book cover, the soul is here for its own joy or something, right? The oh, Bly yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, great book of uh, mystic, mystic poems yeah. throughout the ages. Yeah, so, you know, Tune in and see what comes through for you. And this could change. I'm not saying there's one answer for you for your whole life. Um, it's probably changing as you're changing and growing. So what is it that you're learning? So these are three questions that you can ask that are really going to help you to get into that eagle eye vision that is going to guide you so much more efficiently and accurately than chasing after stuff in the world of hungry ghosts. So who are you on a soul level? Why did you come here? And what are you learning? Okay, so this perspective can really lift you up off of the chessboard, which I talk about all the time. Um, you don't want to be down there getting moved around like a pawn, getting blown around by the winds of fate or feeling like you're just being manipulated by the people that actually have the awareness that they're not on the chessboard. You know what I mean? So you want to be that player too. You don't want to be a pawn. You want to be the player of the game. You don't want to be at the mercy of the players of the game. We all have this ability to become a player. So this perspective of you are the player, you are the one programming the matrix. You're not at the mercy of the programs of whoever the psychos out there are, you know, or anybody else, I I even somebody with a good heart. Like you don't want to run their program. You want to run the program that's for you and you have the capacity to create and, and manifest your own program. So, um, so tune into that, you know, if you were running this program, how would you run it? Because you are, <laughs> you are going to run it if you if you really are stepping into this uh, soul mastery level. October two thousand twenty two. Realize that you are a player. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's it in a nutshell. Um, so 
the parasite, you know, the ones that are thwarming, um, are just, they really are like little mosquitoes that we can just swat away. Um, sometimes the psychic attack is pretty intense, not going to lie. Um, but really, I don't care if it's some fucking crazy demon or just some little tiny entity, insect entity, the parasite can only distract it can only distract you from, you know, who you are, why you came here, <laughs> what you're doing, why it matters. It can only distract you from that. That's all it's got. It takes things, it takes our imagination and energy and just will try to channel it into a distraction. You know, so you look at um, like the app store on your phone or mobile device, right? Everybody's got these freaking mobile devices now. Um, it's kind of a love-hate thing for me. Um, but if you look at the app store, it tells you so much about where the energy is going. It's all distractions, 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 distractions. It's really sad, honestly. I mean, social media is a distraction, all of these fucking video games are a distraction. It's a huge waste of our energy. I mean, it's not wasted. It's it's harvested, you know? So do you want your energy to be harvested by the beast system? Or do you want to use that attention, that energy, that focus, and pour it into something that's actually going to satisfy you on a soul level? So, Parasite, how does it distract us? Oh, did you have a... Was that a trick question? <laughs> I, I want my energy to be harvested by Mr. Beast YouTube videos. <laughs> like, 15 things that'll make you go, ah! Exactly. Yeah. So, if you didn't have any subscriptions on YouTube, uh, like I do, because I just started a YouTube channel, and it, I'm keeping it clean. I don't have any, I don't subscribe to anything. I don't follow anything. So what I see when I go to YouTube is just the most popular YouTube stuff. And I got to tell you guys, it's not good. Like, <laughs> the the collective consciousness is so base level it's it's disgusting frankly i mean it's really really bad <laughs> so <clears throat> excuse me so this is really important there's a lot of pull that is is trying to it's almost like a black hole of all of this collective energy that's going down <laughs> and but Okay, what do I want to say about that? So there, there is a big pull, but as soon as you remember that you are not this or that, you're not part of this system, you're not of this world, boom, now you've just shifted yourself to a higher perspective. You've got that eagle eye vision. So um, that's not to say that you can't watch a retarded like YouTube video every once in a while. You totally can, but... But you, you want to pay attention because the parasite's always trying to get in there and distract with petty drama, uh, world events, psychic attack that usually comes through maybe somebody in our family or community or friends that um, is maybe in a vulnerable place because they're not doing very well. That the parasite will come through them oftentimes to attack us. But this is all that the parasite really has is these distractions to try to hook us into worry and fear and victimhood 
and materialism. Oh, yeah, I don't have to worry about that loud car that just drove by because we don't edit anymore. So that basically you have everything that you need to not fall victim to this trick of harvesting your energy. And this is a great time to just say no to that so that you can really step into this creativity because this energy is really positive. It's really fun. I haven't felt this vibe for a while since I've tuned into a monthly forecast. So I think it's really important to just do it, take action. Like I said, you know, tune into what the right timing is for you, but see if you can't just put a little bit more of yourself out there into the world. And it doesn't mean you have to necessarily be public about it. You can even just be doing, um, you know, your own work in your own room and, but you're, or maybe it's, you're doing it with smaller groups of people or your family, but you can send that intention out into the collective. But if you do feel called to put your gift out there in a bigger way, this is a really good time to start to take those steps and move it forward. So I hope this has been inspiring and it's probably a good time to take a little break. Yeah, it has. And let's do it. All right. So we're going to take a little break and we're going to listen to some music from an upcoming album. Upcoming. It's out now. What? Yeah. We're going to tell you. We might even tell you how you can get it. All right. After the break. Can't wait. an excerpt from Auric Fields, the new album by Souls or Stars, which is available now from Cosmic Fire Records. That's right. <laughs> Two albums. Two albums, right. I mean, this is amazing. This is something <laughs> that you've been working on for the last couple of years. Man, yeah, what a relief. <sighs> yeah, and it, so it's finally out. There's one out, they're, they're pretty similar, 
I mean, they're right. almost. I would. I thought that they were going to be kind of exactly the same, but all of the tracks have these generative music elements. So you know, think like uh, I don't know. Brian Eno is the first person that usually comes to mind. You know, but um, so they're not exactly the same, but they're very similar. The compositions are are same composition. Just there's some different sounds in different places um, because there is some semi-random uh, music generation going on. Cool. But one of them is includes brainwave entrainment. Um, that and so I'm really proud of both of them. And I've got a special deal for our listeners and our Cosmic Fire uh, family. And um, that you can get the details on that. So basically, you can get the Brainwave one for free. Wow! If you buy the other one, cool. Yeah, but um, there is a limited number of those um, that are going to be available. Okay. And, uh, and you know, and so that's the reason I wanted to do that is that they are really similar. And the Brainwave one is kind of. I don't want anybody listening to the Brainwave one while driving or right. you know trying to do anything that could be potentially dangerous if you not focus because it's really deeply relaxing. Yeah. And but the other one, you know, it's like you can listen anytime. So, um I wanted to have those two specific experiences available. This album is super powerful. I'm 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 really honored to have been the channel for this and also I worked really hard for a year and a half on it. Yeah. But um yeah, we'll, we'll put the link in the show notes and there'll be a blog post on Cosmic Fire. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's like I mean just imagine like that much time spent pouring conscious intention and healing energy into the creation of this music. So, it is really powerful. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, man, it's like since I finished it, I've been tuning into some stuff, including one of our new favorite um, podcast guests on other people's podcasts that I'd like to get on our podcast, Mitch, the oh. Orgone Donor, <laughs> who has like really inspired me to even do some more research on the negative aspect of the frequency situation, mm. you know, and has and, and it's like I knew this going in, but he's helped me put some puzzle pieces together just listening to him. And, you know, we are in a frequency war, basically, mm -hmm. and have been, whether we realize it or not, whether we want to participate or not. And these tracks are super powerful for healing your aura, protecting yourself from EMFs, from uh, ELFs, you know, like there's just so much going on in the environment that yeah. is detrimental to normal human life, yeah. animal life, plant life as well. So it helps to repair and regenerate, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's all based on the around the um, five twenty eight hertz DNA repair frequency. And I, I, there's some write, you know, I'll write about this in some blog posts coming up, and it's in the liner notes that you can access through the link that we're going to post. So yeah, man, the DNA thing's been coming up a lot lately. So we might have to talk about that yeah. on the mid month podcast. Oh yeah, but I know, like, and we're gonna, folks. Don't even worry about it. We're going to be talking about auric fields a lot over the coming months, I'm sure. Yeah. And all of this stuff around um, sound healing and frequency and, and how sound can be used either, you know, for good or for ill and how we can um, repair the damage that's been done by uh, harmful frequencies. We're going to be getting into all that in the coming months. More and more, probably. You know, as our friend Santos says, 
um, it, it, we live in an electric universe. Everything in the manifest universe is electric. Mm-hmm. So that's frequencies, right? Yeah. So we are fre- we are basically frequency pulses, you know, mm-hmm. in an electric universe in a simulated reality. And so we can heal anything through frequencies or protect yeah. ourselves through frequencies as well as, you know, being hurt by them. So, yeah. Yeah. And part of the reason that I want to keep talking about it is because it's like the more that you know, you know, I mean, you could listen to this record and with or without headphones and be, get healing, um, you know, have a healing effect from listening to it. But the more that you know what you're doing with it, the more powerful, when you put your intention and add it into our intention with making this record, you know, it's very powerful. So, yeah. Yay. Should we talk some astrology? Yeah. Let's talk astrology, okay? <laughs> All right. You got to help me out here, but you got to yeah. tell me what's going on with yeah, the astrology. Sh- what do sh- I got to look out for? Show me what you could do for me with this these- astrology business. Yeah, what are these planets going to do to me, huh? <laughs> uh, they- <laughs> I'll straighten you out. I'll come right down there. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So Mercury stations uh, direct on October 2nd at 5 in the morning Eastern time. Sweet. So that's cool. Do I have to get up for that? No, oh, I, I, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Sunday, baby. <laughs> that's uh, that's our sun worship um, <laughs> in our religion. That's oh, our sun lord's day. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's good. You know, that's pretty awesome. Um, that happens at 24 Virgo, uh, a flag at half mast in front of a public building, Sabian symbol. Um, actually that's wow. 25 Virgo. Sorry. Oh yeah. Wait, do no, you have I all these it, Sabian symbols memorized? All 360. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, now I'm memorizing all 360 <laughs> Omega symbols, all 360 Chandra sim- symbols. <laughs> Charbel, I'm kind of going to like, you know, I'm kind of leaving some of those out because some of them are pretty, pretty dark and kind of a bummer, but, um, <laughs> it's kind of a bummer, man. Um, yeah, so it, it actually is in that degree, a flag at half-mast in front of a public building. I know that because that's my Pluto degree, and someone else in the class has an important planet at that degree, so we've been talking about that one in the class. But um, Mercury will move back into Libra on the 10th and join the sun in Libra. And we've got – it's interesting, you know, <laughs> I was joking a couple of days ago, like, hey, we should just – actually tell each other what we're going to talk about so we actually know and then we'll pretend that we didn't but we didn't we didn't get around to cheating like that um, <laughs> <laughs> only cheated at the cards and um yeah there's a lot of air energy and a lot of positive air energy this month so sun in libra until it moves into scorpio on the 23rd venus is in libra so venus and the sun both move into scorpio on october 23rd and in the meantime, they are both in Libra. So, you know, that's a pretty beautiful energy. Mercury is in Libra from the 10th until the 29th. So more air energy. And we've got several trines in the middle of the month um, from all three of those planets to Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn is returning to direct motion after four months uh, retrograde. And that happens on the 22nd, so right before the Sun and Venus move into Scorpio. So, um, you know, even though Saturn's retrograde, Saturn's in his own sign of Aquarius. And I feel like there's, 
you know, retrogrades aren't bad. I mean, they can be challenging because they kind of upset the the illusion of continuity that we have in the simulation. But that's actually, as I talk about a lot with Mercury retrograde, that's actually a positive thing because it enables us to realize like, hey, I don't have to be stuck on this chessboard. You know, it enables us to get that eagle eye view, which is really cool. So, um, you know, I do feel like there's a lot of trines or, or positive creative energies there's a lot of, um, yeah, when I looked at this, the astrology for this month, even though, you know, there's um, Jupiter still retrograde, Mars goes retrograde on the 30th, which is, you know, that's always an interesting, Mars retrogrades happen every couple of years. So if you have any important planets um, in up through 26 degrees Gemini, you know, you're you're going to get like, you've got like six months of Mars kind of sitting in the middle to late degrees of Gemini to sort of work on that stuff. Um, but, you know, I feel like Mars and Gemini retrograde, it's not Mars and Cancer or Mars and Taurus, um, two places where Mars is disabled. And so, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. But even with that going on, even with the first eclipse of eclipse season, uh, Scorpio solar eclipse happening on the 25th, I looked at the astrology and I'm like, this seems really positive. Wow. You know, it really seems like forward moving. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, that being said, I mean, we've already had, you know, we start the, um, we're heading into the month of October. So what's this we're a couple of days before the end of September? And we've got, you know, all this kind of drama going on in Europe with the Nord 2 pipeline being blown up. And, you know, Europe's already like panicking about having enough you know, people aren't going to have heat. They're not going to have food this winter. I mean, they're trying to, the, the controllers are really doing their best to destroy everything on good on earth as fast as possible. And we know that, right? We've been watching it unfold. Uh, and, and by we, I mean you as well as me and Phoenix. And how do we change that story? You know, we do things that are positive. We do things that are putting positive energy into the world. We're aware of what's happening, right, without buying into it and getting distracted and becoming food for the parasites. And I feel like the energy of October is really supportive of doing that. So I agree with your forecast. Hope you have a great month. Um, <laughs> we'll talk to you in November if you're still around. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you had your finger on the computer. I was like, he's really going to end it right now. <laughs> I'm ending it all, man. No. Um, yeah, so I don't know what else to talk about, though. You know, we got an Aries full moon on Sunday the 9th. Um, that full moon actually is um, in a really nice sextile angle to Saturn and Aquarius. You know, I th it's like it's really been harder for me to kind of dig into the smaller aspects because I feel like what's going on in the big picture, they're really, you know, it's not a time to be, it's not a time for astrology. Like, am I going to meet my soulmate this week? Because Venus is moving into Scorpio and that's a really good thing. Right. You know, <laughs> or whatever. Um, Mars is going retrograde. Does that mean I have to wait six more months to meet my ideal, you know, and I'm not poo-pooing meeting your soulmate because meeting you is one of the greatest, beautiful surprise occurrences, you know, that's ever happened in my life. And also it's like what you were saying about 
the consumer culture, you know, and being sucked into this materialist paradigm. And it's like amazing. I think people think AI and computing and, you know, internet and cellular stuff is not material because it's like the, it's transmitted invisibly. We can't see the, you know, the packets of information as they're coming to our phone or whatever, but it's all like this, you know, program to get us hooked into this very materialistic worldview where, you know, we don't believe people don't believe in a creator. They don't believe that there's a consciousness behind anything. They may talk about love and light, but they don't really believe it. You know, that it's this abstract concept that's based on a very base material reality model that is manifestly false. You know, going back to Santos, who, whom we talked about in the midweek podcast and put a link up to one of his uh, presentations. Yeah. yeah. Santos, uh, he, he invited us over. You know, <laughs> he's like, hey, Karos, Karos, Phoenix, why don't you come down and have some, we'll throw some shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> I always just make this stupid Australian <laughs> joke about Santos, who I'm sure does not eat shrimp and probably does not own a Barbie. But uh, <laughs> I think he lives on some kind of tincture, like herbal tincture. <laughs> For uh, Santos, I mean, this is got a guy who, if you haven't watched the link we sent from last last from the mid month podcast, or if you uh, are unfamiliar with Santos Benacci. He's somebody who's been in jail, you know, like targeted individual. I mean, just has people coming after him for for decades, really. Yeah. And and um, so in in the first of the free classes that we mentioned in the last pod, he actually kind of pauses because he's just getting attacked, and there's this crazy like construction noise that's suddenly coming in and like drowning him out, you know, and all this stuff's going on, and he's you know he just says like I'm really sorry, but um. You know, I, I hardly ever get to sleep anymore because I'm I'm just being targeted so much. And then at one point he like stops and kind of just barely off camera, he like gets a herbal tincture, little herbal tincture vial and takes some drops under his tongue and kind of shakes himself. And then he just comes back like he's fully engaged and he's back in it. And I was like, I want whatever tincture Santos has taken. <laughs> That's what I want. But so... You know, herbal tincture, shrimp on the bobby, whatever it takes, right? <laughs> we got we got a job to do. I love that question of why did I come here? Mm. And I feel like, you know, one of the things that we can tune into with this astrology, so Aries full moon, um, Scorpio solar eclipse, you know, the two big lunar events. We got this positive air trine energy in the background. Jupiter is actually going direct at the end of the month on the 27th to, or no, I'm sorry. Jupiter is retrograding back into Pisces. So Jupiter's still retrograde, but he'll be back in his, um, in his home sign, uh, for just a, like a, a month or so. And then I think he goes direct, uh, in November and moves back into Aries. But there's just a lot of positive kind of background energy for, working with the mind, you know, Mercury out of retrograde, we're going to have, um, some big realizations on offer, you know, with Mercury in an air sign, as far as how we're using our mind, how we're, how we're operating in relationships, whether our relationships are working for us or not. And if you look at the, the lunations this month, we've got a full moon in Aries sextile Saturn. So Saturn, you know, even though Saturn's an air sign Aquarius, that's like the true Saturn is really in Aquarius is 
the truth or the organizing principle or the architecture of society. And um, I'll get back to the lunations in a second, but I've been thinking a lot about some of the posts that I wrote right after the COVID thing started on Cosmic Fire, and, and those should still be up somewhere in the blog section, but about the Saturn and Aquarius period and the kickoff of the age of Aquarius as being a crucial moment because Aquarius is the collective mentality, you know, it's, you know, the universal mind and that can manifest. I, I would say the ideal manifestation of that is freedom with responsibility. So Aquarius being a Saturn ruled sign, it's everybody gets to be their most vibrant individual expression in the world. And we organize society so that everything is free and fair, you know, so that everybody gets to do their thing. And, you know, if you're a writer, you write, you get to write and you have enough to, you know, you get paid or you have enough resources to enjoy your life. If you love building houses, you get to build houses. You know, if you, um, love playing music or you love cooking, then that's what you do. You know, that's, that's your, there's a job for you in society or a role for you to do what you love. And it's organized so that Everybody gets to, to be their best self, and that automatically creates these oceans of abundance, right? Well, what we've been realizing, and I think I'm including our listeners in this, is that, especially in the last three years, what we've realized is just how deep the parasitic control matrix goes and how perverted everything has become. You know, it's like the, the climate change thing. It's a total hoax that's been perpetrated by the people that are telling you, you have to stop driving a car. You have to get an electric car that pollutes the environment. That's not sustainable that they can shut off anytime they want, you know, put, just put a kill switch in it and it's expensive, right? You can't afford it. You know, most of, most of our listeners probably are like, even if you wanted one, you know, you, you probably can't pay cash for a Tesla right now. And there's, so there's this huge thing of like, you're a virus, you're bad. And you're going to have to eat these bugs because you were so bad and you ruined the planet and you didn't do any of it. We didn't do any of that stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. The people who are saying shit like that, they actually do have the means to regulate industry, to change it up. But I mean, it's the people who actually um, control all of the like uh, fossil fuel, if you want to call it that, you know, but like those kinds of um, ways of generating energy, you know, we don't need any of that. I mean, we could be using free energy, all the technologies there, and it's been repressed on purpose by these people. So if they really cared about the environment, if they really cared about any of this shit, then they'd clean up their own shit. But they're not doing that. They're making sure that everything is still based on their energy generating system. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the, you know, the the climate change thing, it's being used to drive all kinds of perversions and all kinds of war on not only people, but on animals, on, on, on just nature. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's taking people's love for nature. And yep. turning it against nature. Right, right. <laughs> and twisting it and perverting it based on this shame that is toxic shame because you really didn't do what they said that you did. 
I didn't kill the earth. You didn't kill the, the earth. The earth's not mad at me. The earth isn't mad at you. <laughs> the earth is probably mad at Klaus Schwab <laughs> and Bill Gates, but, um, you know, she's probably just like, man, these people are so retarded. I can't believe it. <laughs> but so the, the shadow side of Aquarius is what we're living in and what, you know, appears to be encroaching further and further upon us, which is this manufactured collective it's basically, you know, Soviet style communism, but it's techno fascism, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's this, this uniformity and I mean, equity, you know, the, this bullshit thing of equity that they're pushing. It, it's not equality. It's equity. It's it, we're going to make everybody the same. We're going to reduce everybody to the lowest common denominator. Although if you're like a white guy, we'll probably just dispose of you, you know, because you, you don't even deserve to be equitable or whatever, <laughs> equitous, you know, but it doesn't it, like everybody suffers under these plans. And, you yeah. know, I've said before, like if you've ever, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to, I guess, to go to um, Eastern Europe right after the Berlin Wall came down. And so I saw what people were living like there and anybody who's you know, emigrated here from Cuba or Venezuela or somewhere like that will tell you, you do not want <laughs> communism, socialism, fascism. You know, it's like nobody wins except the people at the top, but we've already kind of got that. Yeah. You know, it's just, um, it's just that. So to me, this Aries full moon on um, October 9th is a really great moment to tune into some of those questions that you were asking. Cause Aries is like, what's the ultimate expression of me? Who am I? I mean, that's the question Aries asks. Yeah. So a full moon is going to bring that to the forefront of our emotional awareness. And that connection to Saturn, I think it's really important to be aware when lies are lies. You know, it's really important. Like the, it, yeah, I love nature. You know, I mean, Phoenix would vouch for me. My probably favorite thing to do is just to sit outside or walk around outside and look at trees and flowers and listen to the birds and the frogs. And I just love this planet. I love nature. And also climate change is a fucking hoax that's being perpetrated against nature, like you said. So we have to wake up to this. And I think we have to quit normalizing, you know, our retarded friends and, and neighbors beliefs in lies and quit saying, oh, well, you know, yeah, of course, we, you know, because climate change. No, we got to like look people in the face and say, you're an idiot. You need to wake <laughs> the fuck up, man. Because otherwise, how are we going to, you know, it's like, how are we going to change this if, if we're just like, oh, yeah, 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 because climate change, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, but. Man, have you is... been listening to Mark Passio lately? <laughs> I'll tell them to their face. <laughs> Oh, man, I love Mark Passier. I love him, too. Yeah. He's telling it like it is. He, but, you know, he's yeah. like like he says, the great work, right, is realizing the truth, is returning to natural law, returning to, to the first principles, the, the absolute truth of what it means to be a good person, not to pretend you're a good person because you're going along with what Greta Thunberg you know, or some other climate idiot says is the right thing to do and the right way to live, but actually doing some research and learning, you know, checking with your body. If you, if you're too lazy to do research or you can't read or whatever, I mean, a lot of people <laughs> can't read nowadays, just ask your body, is this climate change thing true? Okay. Yeah, it is. Some of it's true. Okay. 
Is it because um, humans are viruses that are destroying the earth? No, absolutely not. Is it because the controllers and the parasites who live off of human misery are creating this? You know, yeah, absolutely. Okay, there you go. Yeah. You did it. But, you, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like I love what Passio says is like, we have to be doing the great work right now. All of that ramble was, I think, going back to, hey, use the Aries full moon for what it can do for you. And be like, Aries can totally get down with that question, too. Show me what you can do for me, Aries. Aries would be like, all right, watch this. Um, make it a competition. Make it a competition, man. You know, who can wake up the, the fastest? Um, who can piss off the most relatives before November? <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think all of that was like coming back to this idea of um, why did I come here? And I feel like that Aquarian stuff I was talking about is like so many of us, we, we all get hooked into the matrix as soon as we're born, right? Even before we're born. And we are, we are going through a great awakening. We're going through this massive um, emergence into the light of truth. And you know, the, it's pretty grim at times when you see, when you realize like just how much suffering has been created totally unnecessarily, totally not for our benefit, no good coming out of it. And we have to wake up to that. And this is a, this is a moment where I really feel like we can put a lot of those pieces together. And what you may realize is, Oh, I actually know why, you know, I've always wanted to know my life's purpose and I never felt like I could find it. But my life's purpose is really simple right now. It's waking up and doing the participating in the great work with the other people who are doing it. Yeah. Whew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like this vibe because I was seeing that too when I was bringing in the information for the psychic weather report. Was it? It there's a lightness. And an energy of like creativity and fun and expansion, but it also felt like there was a warrior energy in there, like that light warrior energy, of, you know, because sometimes you do have to get a little tough to be able to deal with the parasites that are thwarming all around, you know, and yeah. you sometimes have to just like get a little fiery, get a little angry, you know, so it feels like the... Um, that Aries energy is going to be really supportive and just interesting kind of Martian vibes coming up with the, the Aries moon and the Scorpio eclipse and Mars retrograde. Yeah. 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 The Scorpio eclipse, you know, it's eclipse season um, kicking in at the end of the month. And that one's an interesting one because it's for, for one thing, it's exactly at two degrees, zero minutes of Scorpio, which is unusual that it happens. I don't know if that means anything. It probably means something. I don't know what it means. Um, if you guys know any astrologers out there, no. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we'll figure it out. But yeah, Venus is in the same degree as the sun and moon at that solar eclipse. So Venus has just moved into Scorpio. Venus and the sun are conjunct. And, um, you know, Venus is in detriment in Scorpio. There are a couple things, you know, one of the things that I think I was going to say earlier, but I got distracted is I really do see the potential for a major, like as big as nine 11 or Pearl Harbor kind of false flag in the world. 
Um, and you know, so they've already done the you know sabotage the Nord Stream pipeline, whatever. I think that's just a warm up. Well, I was wondering if that actually occurred, or if you know, like. How do we know yeah. that they really did blow up a pipeline? Good did, point. You know, because they don't actually have to do anything anymore. I mean, that costs a lot of money, resources, time, energy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All you have to really do is put it out on the news and repeat the story over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, good point. I mean, if-, if Little there, conspiracy thought for yeah, you. Yeah. If a nuclear missile- strike hits new york in october there's no such thing as nuclear weapons <laughs> you know but but it's like people are so ready to buy into anything you know yeah. fear-based right that you know and i saw somebody wrote up a scenario online where it's like okay so they they hit a couple like you know there's a uh, what is it emp electromagnetic pulse there's a direct energy weapon strike on a couple of buildings and then they drop a couple, you know, tons of TNT in the city and just blow some stuff up. And then, cause they've been putting all these signs all over New York about what to do to decontaminate your clothes from, you know, if you're in like, you're suffering from radiation poisoning and mm -hmm. how to stay safe in a nuclear war. Wow. You know, well, yeah, it's like people post pictures of this stuff online and it's like, I could see that level of false flag happening. I'm not predicting it. I don't think it's going to happen. I hope it's not. But the astrology seems really ripe. I, it feels like so much is moving forward in a positive way, even though, you know, it may not look like it on the surface. We, uh, like masses of people, you know, bunches of people are waking up. We're getting together. We're putting our intention together. We're fighting back, you know, and fighting back means moving forward in the great work. It means doing what we came here to do. And so, you know, there's the, it does create this environment where they're going to want to bring that to a standstill if they can, but they can't. So, cause they're a bunch of losers. Yeah. Good luck. Have fun and how. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that Scorpio solar eclipse, that's an interesting picture. Um, and I'm going to wrap up with a couple thoughts on that. There's actually a Mars-Neptune square on Tuesday the 11th. So that moment and the Scorpio solar eclipse on Tuesday the 25th are two days to just pay attention to what's going on, read between the lines. That Mars-Neptune square, Neptune is opposite the USA's Neptune. So I talked a lot about that when the COVID thing was first happening in 2020. You know, this that it's like kind of our collective delusion has been um, it's been easier to collectively delude us with Neptune opposite natal Neptune in the U S and the U S has Mars square Neptune really tightly Mars in the seventh house in Gemini where Mars goes retrograde at the end of this month and Neptune in Virgo. So we have like a mirror image of that with Mars in Gemini again square neptune and pisces and so that's that's just like you know they love that mars neptune kind of challenging energy because it's yeah. like you know it's like you said with the nord stream thing what if that's all fake we realize like so much of the war footage afghanistan you know the ukraine I mean, just that we've seen in the last year has been obviously fake once people start deconstructing it right 
like the people running along, hanging onto the wings of a jumbo jet right in front of, you know, the jet engine and not being burned or blown away or anything like that. So, um, that's something to pay attention to. And then I feel like that Scorpio solar eclipse, you know, the benefit of that for us is that we tune into our real motivations and our reason for being here. And we're able to let go of some old ways of dealing with whatever Venus represents in your chart and in your life and take that to a higher vibration. But that also seems like an energy that the controllers would, you know, actively use because they hate Venus, man. I mean, you know, they hate anything healing, beautiful, pleasurable, um, you know, love relationship, all that is positive stuff. So pay attention to that one. Um, I think the, the lunar eclipse conjunct Uranus in the first week in November or the second week of November, that's going to be sort of the big one as far as potential for things manifesting. But we'll talk about that in November. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We'll talk about it hard. Talk about it hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I love your forecast, though. I, I, I agree. I think it's let's go for it. Let's put it out there. Let's rock it. You know, let's be beautiful. Yeah. If not now, when? You know, I mean, what do you got to lose as an infinite being? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I ain't well. afraid of no ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, maybe we should end it there on that on that spooky note for the end of That's October. right, man. <laughs> Halloween sounds. Yep. Yeah, and we'll be back um, right in right on time for the uh, All Saints Day. Yes. Yeah. So until then, uh, don't stay safe. Take a take a risk. Take some risks. Yeah, get out <laughs> get out there. Have fun. All right. Live it up. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>